Section 18 of the Douai Reims New Testament. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Section 18. Galatians chapter 6. He exhorts to charity, humility, and all virtue. He glories in nothing but in the cross of Christ. Brethren, and if a man be overtaken in any fault, you who are spiritual, instruct such a one in the spirit of meekness, considering thyself, lest thou also be tempted. Bear ye one another's burdens, and so you shall fulfill the law of Christ. For if any man think himself to be something, whereas he is nothing, he deceiveth himself. But let every one prove his own work, and so he shall have glory in himself only, and not in another. For every one shall bear his own burden. And let him that is instructed in the word communicate to him that instructeth him in all good things. Be not deceived, God is not mocked. For what things a man shall sow, those also shall he reap. For he that soweth in his flesh of the flesh also shall reap corruption, and he that soweth in the spirit of the spirit shall reap life everlasting. And in doing good let us not fail, for in due time we shall reap not failing. Therefore, whilst we have time, let us work good to all men, but especially to those who are of the household of the faith. See what a letter I have written to you with my own hand. For as many as desire to please in the flesh, they constrain you to be circumcised, only that they may not suffer the persecution of the cross of Christ. For neither they themselves who are circumcised keep the law, but they will have you to be circumcised, that they may glory in your flesh. But God forbid that I should glory save in the cross of our Lord Jesus Christ, by whom the world is crucified to me and I to the world. For in Christ Jesus neither circumcision availeth anything, nor uncircumcision, but a new creature. And whosoever shall follow this rule, peace on them, and mercy, and upon the Israel of God. From henceforth let no man be troublesome to me, for I bear the marks of the Lord Jesus in my body. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with your spirit, brethren. Amen. The Epistle of St. Paul to the Ephesians Ephesus was the capital of Lesser Asia and celebrated for the temple of Diana to which the most part of the people of the East went frequently to worship. But St. Paul, having preached the gospel there for two years the first time and afterwards for about a year, converted many. He wrote this epistle to them when he was a prisoner in Rome and sent it to Tychicus. He admonishes them to hold firmly the faith which they had received and warns them and also those of the neighboring cities against the sophistry of philosophers and doctrine of false teachers 
who were come among them. The matters of faith contained in this epistle are exceedingly sublime, and consequently very difficult to understand. It was written about twenty-nine years after our Lord's ascension. Ephesians chapter 1 The great blessings we have received through Christ, he is the head of all the church. Paul, an apostle of Jesus Christ by the will of God, to all the saints who are at Ephesus, and to the faithful in Christ Jesus. Grace be to you, and peace, from God the Father, and from the Lord Jesus Christ. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who hath blessed us with spiritual blessings in heavenly places in Christ. Footnote, in heavenly places, or in heavenly things, in celestibus and a footnote as he chose us in him before the foundation of the world that we should be holy and unspotted in his sight in charity who hath predestined us unto the adoption of children through jesus christ unto himself according to the purpose of his will unto the praise of the glory of his grace in which he hath graced us in his beloved son in whom we have redemption through his blood the remission of sins according to the riches of his grace which hath superabounded in us in all wisdom and prudence that he might make known unto us the mystery of his will according to his good pleasure which he hath purposed in him in the dispensation of the fullness of times to re-establish all things in christ that are in heaven and on earth in him in whom we also are called by lot being predestined according to the purpose of him who worketh all things according to the counsel of his will that we may be unto the praise of his glory we who before hoped in christ in whom you also, after you had heard the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation, in whom also believing you were signed with the Holy Spirit of promise, who is the pledge of our inheritance, unto the redemption of acquisition, unto the praise of his glory. Footnote. Acquisition, that is, a purchased possession. End of footnote. Wherefore I also, hearing of your faith that is in the Lord Jesus, and of your love towards all the saints, cease not to give thanks for you, making commemoration of you in my prayers, that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give unto you the spirit of wisdom and of revelation in the knowledge of him, the eyes of your heart, enlightened that you may know what the hope is of his calling and what are the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the saints and what is the exceeding greatness of his power towards us who believe according to the operation of the might of his power which he wrought in christ raising him up from the dead and setting him on his right hand in the heavenly places above all principality and power and virtue and dominion and every name that is named 
not only in this world but also in that which is to come and he hath subjected all things under his feet and hath made him head over all the church which is his body and the fullness of him who is afield all in all ephesians chapter two all good comes through christ he is our peace and you when you were dead in your offences and sins wherein in time past you walked according to the course of this world according to the prince of the power of this air of the spirit that now worketh on the children of unbelief in which also we all conversed in time past in the desires of our flesh fulfilling the will of the flesh and of our thoughts and were by nature children of wrath even as the rest but god who is rich in mercy for his exceeding charity wherewith he loved us even when we were dead in sins hath quickened us together in christ by whose grace you are saved and hath raised us up together and hath made us sit together in the heavenly places through christ jesus that he might show in the ages to come the abundant riches of his grace in his bounty towards us in christ jesus for by grace you are saved through faith and that not of yourselves for it is the gift of god not of works that no man may glory footnote not of works as of our own growth or from ourselves but as from the grace of god and a footnote for we are his workmanship created in christ jesus in good works which god hath prepared that we should walk in them for which cause be mindful that you being heretofore gentiles in the flesh who are called uncircumcision by that which is called circumcision in the flesh made by hands that you were at that time without christ being aliens from the conversation of israel and strangers to the testament having no hope of the promise and without god in this world but now in christ jesus you who some time were afar off are made nigh by the blood of christ for he is our peace who hath made both one and breaking down the middle wall of partition the enmities in his flesh making void the law of commandments contained in decrees that he might make the two in himself into one new man making peace and might reconcile both to god in one body by the cross killing the enmities in himself and coming he preached peace to you that were afar off and peace to them that were nigh for by him we have access both in one spirit to the father now therefore you are no more strangers and foreigners but you are fellow-citizens with the saints and the domestics of god built upon the foundation of the apostles and prophets jesus christ himself being the chief cornerstone in whom all the building being framed together 
groweth up into an holy temple in the Lord, in whom you also are built together into an habitation of God in the Spirit. Ephesians chapter 3 The mystery hidden from former ages was discovered to the apostle to be imparted to the Gentiles. He prays that they may be strengthened in God. For this cause I, Paul, the prisoner of Jesus Christ, for you Gentiles, if yet you have heard of the dispensation of the grace of God which is given me towards you, how that, according to revelation, the mystery has been made known to me, as I have written above in a few words. As you reading may understand my knowledge in the mystery of Christ, which in other generations was not known to the sons of men, as it is now revealed to his holy apostles and prophets in the Spirit, that the Gentiles should be fellow heirs and of the same body, and co-partners of his promise in Christ Jesus by the gospel, of which I am made a minister according to the gift of the grace of God, which is given to me according to the operation of his power. To me, the least of all the saints, is given this grace to preach among the Gentiles the unsearchable riches of Christ, and to enlighten all men that they may see what is the dispensation of the mystery which hath been hidden from eternity in God who created all things, that the manifold wisdom of God may be made known to the principalities and powers in heavenly places through the church, according to the eternal purpose which he made in Christ Jesus our Lord, in whom we have boldness and access with confidence by the faith of him wherefore i pray you not to faint at my tribulations for you which is your glory for this cause i bow my knees to the father of our lord jesus christ of whom all paternity in heaven and earth is named footnote all paternity or the whole family god is the father both of angels and men whosoever besides is named father is so named with subordination to him and a footnote that he may grant you according to the riches of his glory to be strengthened by his spirit with might unto the inward man that christ may dwell by faith in your hearts that being rooted and founded in charity you may be able to comprehend with all the saints what is the breadth and length and height and depth, to know also the charity of Christ, which surpasseth all knowledge, that you may be filled unto all the fullness of God. Now to him who is able to do all things more abundantly than we desire or understand, according to the power that worketh in us, to him be glory in the church and in Christ Jesus unto all generations, world without end. Amen. Ephesians chapter 4 He exhorts them to unity, to put on the new man, and to fly sin. I therefore, a prisoner in the Lord, beseech you 
that you walk worthy of the vocation in which you are called, with all humility and mildness, with patience, supporting one another in charity, careful to keep the unity of the Spirit in the bond of peace, one body and one Spirit, as you are called in one hope of your calling, one Lord, one faith, one baptism, one God and Father of all who is above all, and through all and in us all. But to every one of us is given grace according to the measure of the giving of Christ. Wherefore he saith, ascending on high, he led captivity captive, he gave gifts to men. Now that he ascended, what is it but because he also descended first into the lower parts of the earth? He that descended is the same also that ascended above all the heavens, that he might fill all things. And he gave some apostles, and some prophets, and other, some evangelists, and other, some pastors, and doctors. Footnote gave some apostles, until we all meet, etc. Here it is plainly expressed that Christ has left in his church a perpetual succession of orthodox pastors and teachers to preserve the faithful in unity and truth. And a footnote. For the perfecting of the saints, for the word of the ministry, for the edifying of the body of Christ, until we all meet into the unity of faith and of the knowledge of the Son of God, unto a perfect man, unto the message of the age of the fullness of Christ, that henceforth we be no more children tossed to and fro and carried about with every wind of doctrine by the wickedness of men, by cunning craftiness, by which they lie in wait to deceive but doing the truth in charity, we may in all things grow up in him who is the head, even Christ, from whom the whole body, being compacted and fitly joined together, by what every joint supplieth according to the operation in the measure of every part, maketh increase of the body unto edifying of itself in charity. This then I say and testify in the Lord, that henceforward you walk not as also the Gentiles walk in the vanity of their mind, having their understanding darkened, being alienated from the life of God through the ignorance that is in them because of the blindness of their hearts, who despairing have given themselves up to lasciviousness unto the working of all uncleanness unto covetousness but you have not so learned christ if so be that you have heard him and have been taught in him as the truth is in jesus to put off according to former conversations the old man who is corrupted according to the desire of error and be renewed in spirit of your mind and put on the new man, who, according to God, is created in justice and holiness of truth. Wherefore, putting away lying, speak ye the truth, every man with his neighbor, for we are members one of another. Be angry, and 
sin not let not the sun go down upon your anger give not place to the devil he that stole let him now steal no more but rather let him labor working with his hands the thing which is good that he may have something to give to him that suffereth need let no evil speech proceed from your mouth but that which is good to the edification of faith that it may administer grace to the hearers and grieve not the holy spirit of god whereby you are sealed unto the day of redemption let all bitterness and anger and indignation and clamour and blasphemy be put away from you with all malice and be ye kind one to another merciful forgiving one another even as god hath forgiven you in christ ephesians chapter five exhortations to a virtuous life the mutual duties of man and wife by the example of christ and of the church be ye therefore followers of god as most dear children and walk in love as christ also hath loved us and hath delivered himself for us an oblation and a sacrifice to god for an odour of sweetness but fornication and all uncleanness or covetousness let it not so much as be named among you as becometh saints or obscenity or foolish talking or scurrility which is to no purpose but rather giving of thanks for know you this and understand that no fornicator or unclean or covetous person which is a serving of idols hath inheritance in the kingdom of christ and of god let no man deceive you with vain words for because of these things cometh the anger of god upon the children of unbelief be ye not therefore partakers with them for you were heretofore darkness but now light in the lord walk then as children of the light for the fruit of the light is in all goodness and justice and truth proving what is well pleasing to god and have no fellowship with the unfruitful works of darkness but rather reprove them for the things that are done by them in secret it is a shame even to speak of but all things that are reproved are made manifest by the light for all that is made manifest is light wherefore he saith rise thou that sleepest and arise from the dead and christ shall enlighten thee see therefore brethren how you walk circumspectly not as unwise but as wise redeeming the time because the days are evil wherefore become not unwise but understanding what is the will of god and be not drunk with wine wherein is luxury but be ye filled with the holy spirit speaking to yourselves in psalms and hymns and spiritual canticles singing and making melody in your hearts to the lord giving thanks always for all things in the name of our lord jesus christ to god and the father being subject one to another 
in the fear of Christ. Let women be subject to their husbands as to the Lord, because the husband is the head of the wife, as Christ is the head of the church. He is the Savior of his body. Therefore, as the church is subject to Christ, so also let the wives be to their husbands in all things. Footnote. As the church is subject to Christ, the church then, according to St. Paul, is ever obedient to Christ and can never fall from him, but remain faithful to him, unspotted and unchanged to the end of the world. End of footnote. Husbands, love your wives, as Christ also loved the church and delivered himself up for it, that he might sanctify it, cleansing it by the lava of water and the word of life, that he might present it to himself, a glorious church, not having spot or wrinkle or any such thing, but that it should be holy and without blemish. So also ought men to love their wives as their own bodies. He that loveth his wife loveth himself, for no man ever hated his own flesh, but nourished and cherished it, as also Christ doth the church. Because we are members of him, body, of his flesh, and of his bones. For this cause shall a man leave his father and mother, and shall cleave to his wife, and they shall be two in one flesh. This is a great sacrament, but I speak in Christ and in the church. Nevertheless, let every one of you in particular love for his wife as himself, and let the wife fear her husband. Ephesians chapter 6 Duties of Children and Servants The Christian's Armor Children, obey your parents in the Lord, for this is just. Honor thy father and thy mother, which is the first commandment with a promise that it may be well with thee, and thou mayest be long-lived upon earth. And you, fathers, provoke not your children to anger, but bring them up in the discipline and correction of the Lord. Servants, be obedient to them that are your lords according to the flesh, with fear and trembling, in the simplicity of your heart as to Christ, not serving to the eye, as it were pleasing men, but as servants of Christ, doing the will of God from the heart, with a good will serving as to the Lord, and not to men, knowing that whatsoever good thing any man shall do, the same shall he receive from the Lord, whether he be bond or free. And you, masters, do the same thing to them, forbearing threatenings, knowing that the Lord both of them and you is in heaven, and there is no respect of persons with him. Finally, brethren, be strengthened in the Lord and in the might of his power. Put you on the armor of God, that you may be able to stand against the deceits of the devil. For your wrestling is not against flesh and blood, but against principalities and powers, against the rulers of the world of this darkness, against the spirits of wickedness in the high places, footnote, high places or heavenly places, that is to say, in the air, 
the lowest of the celestial regions in which god permits these wicked spirits or fallen angels to wander and a footnote therefore take unto you the armour of god that you may be able to resist in the evil day and to stand in all things perfect stand therefore having your loins girt about with truth and having on the breastplate of justice and your feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace in all things taking the shield of faith wherewith you may be able to extinguish all the fiery darts of the most wicked one and take unto you the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit which is the word of god by all prayer and supplication praying at all times in the spirit and in the same watching with all instance and supplication for all saints and for me that speech may be given me that i may open my mouth with confidence to make known the mystery of the gospel for which i am an ambassador in a chain so that therein i may be bold to speak according as i ought but that you also may know the things that concern me and what i am doing tychicus my dearest brother and faithful minister in the lord will make known to you all things whom i have sent to you for this same purpose that you may know the things concerning us and that he may comfort your hearts peace be to the brethren and charity with faith from god the father and the lord jesus christ grace be with all them that love our lord jesus christ in corruption amen footnote in corruption that is with a pure and perfect love the epistle of st paul to the philippians the philippians were the first among the macedonians converted to the faith they had a great veneration of st paul and supplied his wants when he was a prisoner in rome sending to him epaphroditus by whom he sent this epistle in which he recommends charity unity and humility and warns them against false teachers whom he calls dogs and enemies of the cross of christ he also returns thanks for their benefactions it was written about twenty-nine years after our lord's ascension philippians chapter one the apostles affection for the philippians paul and timothy the servants of jesus christ to all the saints in christ jesus who are at philippi with the bishops and deacons grace be unto you and peace from god our father and from the lord jesus christ i give thanks to my god in every remembrance of you always in my prayers making supplication for you all with joy for your communication in the gospel of christ from the first day until now being confident of this very thing that he who hath begun a good work in you will perfect it unto the day of christ jesus as it is meet for me to think this for you all for that i have you in my heart and that 
in my bands and in the defense and confirmation of the gospel you are all partakers of my joy for god is my witness how i long after you all in the bowels of jesus christ and this i pray that your charity may more and more abound in knowledge and in all understanding that you may approve the better things that you may be sincere and without offence unto the day of christ filled with the fruit of justice through jesus christ unto the glory and praise of god now brethren i desire you should know that the things which have happened to me have fallen out rather to the furtherance of the gospel so that my bands are made manifest in christ in all the court and in all other places and many of the brethren in the lord growing confident by my bands are much more bold to speak the word of god without fear some indeed even out of envy and contention but some also for good will preach christ some out of charity knowing that i am set for the defence of the gospel and some out of contention preach christ not sincerely supposing that they raise affliction to my bands but what then so that by all means whether by occasion or by truth christ be preached in this also i rejoice yea and will rejoice for i know that this shall fall out to me unto salvation through your prayer and the supply of the spirit of jesus christ according to my expectation and hope that in nothing i shall be confounded but with all confidence as always so now also shall christ be magnified in my body whether it be by life or by death for to me to live is christ and to die is gain and if to live in the flesh this is to me the fruit of labor and what i shall choose i know not footnote this is to me etc his meaning is that although his dying immediately for christ would be his gain by putting him presently in possession of heaven yet he is doubtful that he should choose because by staying longer in the flesh he should be more beneficial to the souls of his neighbors and a footnote but i am straitened between two having a desire to be dissolved and to be with christ a thing by far the better but to abide still in the flesh is needful for you and having this confidence i know that i shall abide and continue with you all for your furtherance and joy of faith that your rejoicing may abound in christ jesus for me by my coming to you again only let your conversation be worthy of the gospel of christ that whether i come and see you or being absent may hear of you that you stand fast in one spirit with one mind laboring together for the faith of the gospel and in nothing be ye terrified by the adversaries which to them is a cause of perdition but to you of salvation and this from god for unto you it is given for christ 
not only to believe in him but also to suffer for him having the same conflict as that which you have seen in me and now have heard of me philippians chapter two he recommends them to unity and humility and to work out their salvation with fear and trembling if there be therefore any consolation in christ if any comfort of charity if any society of the spirit if any bowels of commiseration fulfil ye my joy that you be of one mind having the same charity being of one accord agreeing in sentiment let nothing be done through contention neither by vainglory but in humility let each esteem others better than themselves each one not considering the things that are his own but those that are other men's for let this mind be in you which was also in christ jesus who being in the form of god thought it not robbery to be equal with god but emptied himself taking the form of a servant being made in the likeness of men and in habit found as a man footnote emptied himself eggs inanivit made himself as of no account and a footnote he humbled himself becoming obedient unto death even to the death of the cross for which cause god also hath exalted him and hath given him a name which is above all names that in the name of jesus every knee should bow of those that are in heaven on earth and under the earth and that every tongue should confess that the lord jesus christ is in the glory of god the father wherefore my dearly beloved as you have always obeyed not as in my presence only but much more now in my absence with fear and trembling work out your salvation footnote with fear etc this is against the false faith and presumptuous security of modern sectaries and a footnote for it is god who worketh in you both to will and to accomplish according to his good will and do ye all things without murmurings and hesitations that you may be blameless and sincere children of god without reproof in the midst of a crooked and perverse generation among whom you shine as lights in the world holding forth the word of life to my glory in the day of christ because i have not run in vain nor labored in vain yea and if i be made a victim upon the sacrifice and service of your faith i rejoice and congratulate with you all and for the self-same thing do you also rejoice and congratulate with me and i hope in the lord jesus to send timothy unto you shortly that i also may be of good comfort when i know the things concerning you for i have no man so of the same mind who with sincere affection is solicitous for you for all seek the things that are their own not the things that are jesus christ's 
Now know ye the proof of him, that as a son with the father, so hath he served with me in the gospel. Him therefore I hope to send unto you immediately, so soon as I shall see how it will go with me. And I trust in the Lord that I myself also shall come to you shortly, but I have thought it necessary to send you Epaphroditus, my brother and fellow laborer and fellow soldier, but your apostle, and he that hath ministered to my wants. For indeed he longed after you all, and was sad for that you had heard that he was sick. For indeed he was sick, nigh unto death, but God had mercy on him, and not only on him, but on me also, lest I should have sorrow upon sorrow. Therefore I sent him the more speedily, that seeing him again you may rejoice, and I may be without sorrow. Receive him, therefore, with all joy in the Lord, and treat with honor such as he is, because for the work of Christ he came to the point of death, delivering his life that he might fulfill that which on your part was wanting towards my service. Philippians chapter 3 He warneth them against false teachers. He counts all other things lost, that he may gain Christ. As to the rest, my brethren, rejoice in the Lord. To write the same things to you, to me indeed, is not wearisome, but to you is necessary. Beware of dogs. Beware of evil workers. Beware of concision. For we are the circumcision, who in spirit serve God and glory in Christ Jesus, not having confidence in the flesh. Though I might also have confidence in the flesh, if any other thinketh he may have confidence in the flesh, I more, being circumcised the eighth day of the stock of Israel of the tribe of Benjamin, a Hebrew of the Hebrews according to the law, a Pharisee, according to zeal, persecuting the church of God, according to the justice that is in the law, conversing without blame. But the things that were gained to me, the same I have counted loss for Christ. Furthermore, I count all things to be but loss for the excellent knowledge of Jesus Christ my Lord, for whom I have suffered the loss of all things, and count them but as dung, that I may gain Christ, and may be found in him not having my justice, which is of the law, but that which is of the faith of Christ Jesus, which is of God, justice in faith, that I may know him and the power of his resurrection, and the fellowship of his sufferings, being made comfortable to his death, if by any means I may attain to the resurrection which is from the dead, not as though I had already attained or were already perfect, if I may by any means apprehend wherein I am also apprehended by Christ Jesus. Brethren, I do not count myself to have apprehended, but one thing I do, forgetting the things that are behind and stretching forth myself to those that are before. I press towards the mark to the prize of the supernal vocation of God in Christ Jesus. 
Let us therefore, as many as are perfect, be thus minded. And if in anything you be otherwise minded, this also God will reveal to you. Nevertheless, whereunto we are come, that we be of the same mind, let us also continue in the same rule. Be ye followers of me, brethren, and observe them who walk, so as you have our model. For many walk, of whom I have told you often, and now tell you weeping, that they are enemies of the cross of Christ, whose end is destruction, whose God is their belly, and whose glory is their shame, who mind earthly things. But our conversation is in heaven, from whence also we look for the Saviour, our Lord Jesus Christ, who will reform the body of our lowness, made like to the body of his glory, according to the operation, whereby also he is able to subdue all things unto himself. Philippians chapter 4 He exhorts them to perseverance in all good, and acknowledges their charitable contributions to him. Therefore, my dearly beloved brethren, and most desired, my joy and my crown, so stand fast in the Lord, my dearly beloved. I beg of Evodia, and I beseech Syntyche, to be of one mind in the Lord. And I entreat thee also, my sincere companion, help those women who have labored with me in the gospel, with Clement and the rest of my fellow laborers, whose names are in the book of life. Rejoice in the Lord always, again I say, rejoice. Let your modesty be known to all men. The Lord is nigh. Be nothing solicitous, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving let your petitions be made known to God. And the peace of God, which surpasseth all understanding, keep your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. For the rest, brethren, whatsoever things are true, whatsoever modest, whatsoever just, whatsoever holy, whatsoever lovely, whatsoever of good fame, if there be any virtue, if any praise of discipline, think on these things. Footnote. For the rest, brethren, whatsoever things are true, etc. Here the apostle enumerates general precepts of morality which they ought to practice whatsoever things are true in words in promises in lawful oaths etc he commands rectitude of mind and sincerity of heart whatsoever modest by these words he prescribes gravity in manners modesty in dress and decency in conversation whatsoever just that is, in dealing with others, in buying or selling, in trade or business, to be fair and honest. Whatsoever holy, by these words, may be understood that those who are in a religious state professed, or in holy orders, should lead a life of sanctity and chastity, according to the vows they make. But these words, being also applied to those in the world, indicate the virtuous life they are bound by the divine commandments to follow whatsoever lovely that is 
to practice those good offices in society that procure us the esteem and goodwill of our neighbors whatsoever of good fame that is that by our conduct and behavior we should edify our neighbors and give them good example by our actions if there be any virtue if any praise of discipline that those in error by seeing the morality and good discipline of the true religion may be converted and finally the apostle commands not only the philippians but all christians to think on these things that is to make it their study and concern that the peace of god might be with them End of footnote. the things which you have both learned and received and heard and seen in me these do ye and the god of peace shall be with you now i rejoice in the lord exceedingly that now at length your thought for me hath flourished again as you did also think but you were busied i speak not as it were for want for i have learned in whatsoever state i am to be content therewith i know both how to be brought low and i know how to abound everywhere and in all things i am instructed but to be full and to be hungry both to abound and to suffer need i can do all things in him who straighteneth me nevertheless you have done well in communicating to my tribulation and you also know o philippians that in the beginning of the gospel when i departed from macedonia no church communicated with me as concerning giving and receiving but you only for unto thessalonica also you sent once and again for my use not that i seek the gift but i seek the fruit that may abound to your account but i have all and abound i am filled having received from epaphroditus the things you sent an odor of sweetness an acceptable sacrifice pleasing to god and may my god supply all your want according to his riches in glory in christ jesus now to god and our father be glory world without end amen salute ye every saint in christ jesus the brethren who are with me salute you all the saints salute you especially they that are of caesar's household the grace of our lord jesus christ be with your spirit amen the epistle of st paul to the colossians colossa was a city of phrygia near laodicea it does not appear that st paul had preached there himself but that the colossians were converted by epaphras a disciple of the apostles however as st paul was the great apostle of the gentiles he wrote this epistle to the colossians when he was in prison at about the same time that he wrote to the ephesians and the philippians the exhortations and doctrine it contains are similar to that which is set forth in his epistle to the ephesians colossians chapter one he gives thanks for the grace bestowed upon the colossians and prays for them 
Christ is the head of the church and the peacemaker through his blood. Paul is his minister. Paul, an apostle of Jesus Christ by the will of God, and Timothy, a brother, to the saints and faithful brethren in Christ Jesus who are at Colossa. Grace be to you and peace from God our Father and from the Lord Jesus Christ. We give thanks to God and the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, praying always for you, hearing your faith in Christ Jesus and the love which you have towards all the saints. For the hope that is laid up for you in heaven, which you have heard in the word of the truth of the gospel, which is come unto you, as also it is in the whole world, and bringeth forth fruit, and groweth, even as it doth in you, since the day you heard and knew the grace of God in truth. As you learned of Epaphras, our most beloved fellow-servant, who is for you a faithful minister of Christ Jesus, who also hath manifested your love in the Spirit. Therefore we also, from the day that we heard it, cease not to pray for you, and to beg that you may be filled with the knowledge of his will in all wisdom and spiritual understanding, that you may walk worthy of God in all things pleasing, being fruitful in every good work, and increasing in the knowledge of God, strengthened with all might, according to the power of his glory, in all patience and long-suffering with joy, giving thanks to God the Father, who hath made us worthy to be partakers of the lot of the saints in light, who hath delivered us from the power of darkness, and hath translated us into the kingdom of the Son of his love, in whom we have redemption through his blood, the remission of sins, who is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn of every creature. Footnote, the firstborn, that is, first begotten, as the evangelist declares, the only begotten of his father. Hence, St. Chrysostom explains firstborn, not first created, as he was not created at all, but born of his father before all ages, that is, co-equal with the Father and with the Holy Ghost. End of footnote. For in him were all things created in heaven and on earth, visible and invisible, whether thrones or dominations or principalities or powers, all things were created by him and in him and he is before all and by him all things consist and he is the head of the body the church who is the beginning the firstborn from the dead that in all things he may hold the primacy because in him it hath well pleased the father that all fullness should dwell and through him to reconcile all things unto himself making peace through the blood of his cross, both as to the things that are on earth and the things that are in heaven. And you, whereas you were sometime alienated and enemies in mind in evil works, yet now he hath reconciled in the body of his flesh through death 
to present you holy and unspotted and blameless before him if so ye continue in the faith grounded and settled and immovable from the hope of the gospel which you have heard which is preached in all the creation that is under heaven whereof i paul am made a minister who now rejoice in your sufferings for you and fill up those things that are wanting of the sufferings of christ in my flesh for his body which is the church footnote wanting there is no want in the sufferings of christ in himself as head but many sufferings are still wanting or are still to come in his body the church and his members the faithful and a footnote whereof i am made a minister according to the dispensation of god which is given me towards you that i may fulfil the word of god the mystery which hath been hidden from ages and generations but now is manifested to his saints to whom god would make known the riches of the glory of his mystery among the gentiles which is christ in you the hope of glory whom we preach admonishing every man and teaching every man in all wisdom that we may present every man perfect in christ jesus wherein also i labor striving according to his working which he worketh in me in power colossians chapter two he warns them against the impostures of the philosophers and the jewish teachers that would withdraw them from christ for i would have you know what manner of care i have for you and for them that are at Lodicia, and whosoever have not seen my face in the flesh that their hearts may be comforted being instructed in charity and unto all riches of fullness of understanding unto the knowledge of the mystery of god the father and of christ jesus in whom are hid all the treasures of wisdom and knowledge now this i say that no man may deceive you by loftiness of words for though i be absent in body yet in spirit i am with you rejoicing and beholding your order and the steadfastness of your faith which is in christ as therefore you have received jesus christ the lord walk ye in him rooted and built up in him and confirmed in the faith as also you have learned abounding in him in thanksgiving beware lest any man cheat you by philosophy and vain deceit according to the tradition of men according to the elements of the world and not according to christ for in him dwelleth all the fullness of the godhead corporeally and you are filled in him who is the head of all principality and power in whom also you are circumcised with circumcision not made by hand in despoiling of the body of the flesh but in the circumcision of christ buried with him in baptism in whom also you are risen again by the faith of the operation of god who hath raised him up from the dead and you when 
you were dead in your sins and the uncircumcision of your flesh he hath quickened together with him forgiving you all offences blotting out the handwriting of the decree that was against us which was contrary to us and he hath taken the same out of the way fastening it to the cross and despoiling the principalities and powers he hath exposed them confidentially in open show triumphing over them in himself let no man therefore judge you in meat or in drink or in respect of a festival day or of the new moon or of the sabbaths footnote in meat etc he means with regard to the jewish observations of the distinction of clean and unclean meats and of their festivals new moons and sabbaths as being no longer obligatory End of footnote. which are a shadow of things to come but the body is of christ let no man seduce you willing in humility and religion of angels walking in the things which he hath not seen in vain puffed up by the sense of his flesh footnote willing etc that is by a self-willed self-invented superstitious worship falsely pretending humility but really proceeding from pride such was the worship that many of the philosophers against whom st paul speaks verse eight paid to angels or demons by sacrificing to them as carriers of intelligence betwixt god and men pretending humility in so doing as if god was too great to be addressed by men and setting aside the mediatorship of jesus christ who is the head both of angels and men such also was the worship paid by the ancient heretics disciples of simon and menander to the angels whom they believed to be makers and lords of this lower world this is certain that they whom the apostle here condemns did not hold the head verse nineteen that is jesus christ and his mediatorship and therefore what he writes here no way touches the catholic doctrine and practice of desiring our good angels to pray to god for us through jesus christ st jerome epistle ad algas understands by the religion or service of angels the jewish teachers who sought to subject the new christians to the observance of the mosaic law and a footnote and not holding the head from which the whole body by joints and bands being supplied with nourishment and compacted groweth into the increase of god if then you be dead with christ from the elements of this world why do you yet decree as though living in the world touch not taste not handle not footnote touch not etc the meaning is that christians should not subject themselves either to the ordinances of the old law forbidding touching or tasting things unclean or to the superstitious invention of heretics imposing such restraints under pretense of wisdom humility or mortification 
End of footnote. Which all are unto destruction by the very use, according to the precepts and doctrines of men. Which things have indeed a show of wisdom in superstition and humility, and not sparing the body, not in any honor to the filling of the flesh. End of section 18.